like to point out that we got the approving nod from Chris that time because the intro music didn't actually blast your headphones <laughs> off was, of your head. Yeah, I sat back like, oh, it might be loud. And then, I, no, it yeah, was I regulated. Actually, I expected your hands to go up instinctively, ready to just throw the headphones. Yeah. Uh, because last time you just looked so, like, Pierced even afterward, eardrum. you were kind of curled up and sweating a little. Yeah, shaking a bit. No, Nothing worked new. out. We got our sound issues all worked out and everything. Welcome, ladies and germs, to episode number 105 of Press Play to Save. Sieni Cinco, or in Howie's. Uh, I look at Chris to translate Cinco to Howie's. Cinco and one. And one. <laughs> Which, of course, is wonderfully incorrect. But uh, welcome to an episode where we're talking about what we've been playing. And, of course, we have a special guest joining us uh, today, Mr. Matt Siegel. Uh, of uh, developer and game director of Cards and Castles, a Hello. game. Yeah, hi, hi there. Uh, a game available on iOS. Uh, you guys on Android as well? Yes, Android, and also uh, by the time you're listening to this, it will be available on Steam. And, and we're in addition, also on Kindle and, and Kindle and Kindle. They're everywhere. Yeah. You guys are showing up all over the place. This game is everywhere, and we've played it. We're going to be talking more about it because that is going to be our free-to-play game of the week this week. But before we get into that, we're going to go around the table. Oh, wait. I didn't even introduce us this time. Yeah. Now, Drop the ball. I was it's, so like, I got to introduce Matt. It's just Matt. I got to get him on here. Board. Take we're it away, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Over there typing away is uh, Christopher the Aviator Stump. Aviator. Yeah, you're not really wearing aviators, but you've still got the sunglasses on. Yeah. Trying to block you from this miraculous fluorescent light. All the light. fluorescent light. Yeah. And over there, Master Control, uh, tap, tap, tapping away at his iPads, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Yo. What's up, dude? What is up? Oh, I don't know. Things are popping. They are. Yeah. They're popping. Is like, that what the kids say these days? They're popping like it's they do. frozen. Popping like it's frozen. That's a thing. I didn't okay. Know Why not? Why yeah. not? So, hey, we're going to jump right into things with what you've been playing. It's like ominous Zelda music or something. Is it ominous? Yeah, I'm like going through the woods or something. Yeah. I'd see, I'd look at this as like, you know, less ominous. Sounds like you got like, you know, the power up that makes you invincible and one hit kill. Like, you know, no. like, oh, it's party time. I'm glowing lots of different colors. You just got star power. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, not, not enough upbeat for that. You don't think so? Man, I don't what are, think so. There's no pleasing some people. No, no, no. This guy. I set the bar high. Yeah. Well, then we're going to skip you and go straight to Howie. Howie, what have you been playing this week, man? Oh, geez. You came to me when I... He hasn't downloaded like, a game yet. I haven't downloaded my game to play yet. <laughs> I'm downloading it as fast as possible. Um. Uh, what's... what's um, uh, uprising. uprising yes. <laughs> I was like, what, what's the name of the game? I have to look at the desktop on my phone to know what I've been playing. <laughs> um, Star Wars Uprising. Star Wars Uprising. So that came out. Yeah, it sure did. And I played the intro part of it. I think it's the intro. Yeah. Uh, and not my style of game. Yeah. But I think a lot of things are done pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a, a adventure click to go here and then shoot this guy and yeah. then tip tap tippity yeah. yeah if i want to shoot people i want to be like actually real-time shooting normally yeah uh so but you know i think a, a lot of things are done well it seemed to run pretty smooth uh and the story of on your iphone 6 i certainly yeah. hope they would run pretty smooth yeah well, yeah yeah, and it, it the story was was okay for the intro part I did. Yeah, and it's hard to really get any kind of story there. But um, so yeah, you know, nothing really exciting to say about it. A lot of hype, and uh, it didn't meet my expectations. But 
my expectations for that style of game, I guess, are You're sounding a lot unrealistic. like I did last week on our, our sister podcast, Fly Casual Star Wars podcast, Yeah, uh, where I had played uh, maybe not quite, but about that much. Yeah. I've played since quite a bit more, because this is also my game this week. Both of you are... St- Uprising. I gotta nerds? tell you, I I barely I didn't touch a PC game. I didn't uh, touch my PS4 other than the little bit of Rocket League that you saw me play earlier. Yeah, uh, I have been yeah very much on the go this week. So playing Uprising was actually advantageous because I could do it while you know ignoring people in other situations. But uh, I actually had to delete. Are you ready? I deleted Fallout Shelter. No. Yes, you did. To make room on oh. my phone for Uprising. Yeah, this is a big deal for me. <laughs> there was a there was a moment where all the little icons were just shaken away with a little X, little gray X on them, and I'm my thumb is hovering over Fallout Shelter, and I'm like, goodbye, all 250 dwellers, or however yeah. many people I had, you know. Wow. And I'm just like, you know, farewell. You love Maybe that not game. 200. What's that? You love that game. I played that game a lot, and I just realized, you know, I've got this other thing I want to try. It's time to quit chasing all the named weapons and just move you, on. You finally did it. I did it. I, I had no choice. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I played some Star Wars Upper. I'm probably uh, close to level 20 at this point. The game appealed to me more when I realized it was an MMO because I did not realize that in the first 20 minutes of play. I just thought, this is kind of a not very good single player thing. And I was like, oh, it's an MMO. That makes it better uh, for some reason. But I, I like Howie, the the kind of point and click to shoot or the tap to shoot kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of little, annoying because you can miss, you know, especially my little tiny iPhone 5 screen, which it runs pretty well on the iPhone 5. Some of the loads are a little long, but other than yeah, that, I didn't experience that yeah, so much. Yeah. Uh, they, they were a little more clunky, mm-hmm. but I didn't experience real low, uh, long load times. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another game that I was playing is uh, I don't think I. I'm talk, not done but, talking about Uprising. I'm, I'm piggybacking onto your well, you, Uprising. You, okay. Because well, I got nothing else to talk about. Oh, well, go go for it, man. Um, I, I, I One thing I did like is some of the powers are, like, there's uh, one power you can get early on that is, like, you kind of touch and pull back and you kind of pseudo-aim this kind of spray-and-pray gunfire, which makes it so that I'm not necessarily tapping on an individual enemy to kill them, but just, like, shooting in an arc at multiple enemies at once. And that actually kind of alleviated some of that pain of chasing enemies around and tapping on them, which I don't care for as much. Yeah. So I like that. And kind of the the crafting system is really interesting. Like you're, you get items that have like a certain uh, potential of power. You're like, you know, one star, two stars, three stars, four stars, five stars. And, and when you get them, they might be at one. They might be already to three. But you basically upgrade them by leveling 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 them up. Excuse me. With uh, with with stuff that you find these different components, mm-hmm. and yeah. then they max level, and then you can upgrade them to a next star. So you can constantly, if you like a weapon or like a piece of gear, it has a potential to follow you through your leveling to yeah. a point. There's been other games that have done similar things, and that my my biggest problem with other games that uh, just you're constantly getting new gear is sometimes you get something that you just you love the look of or you mm-hmm. love how it feels, but then. It does nothing, you know, yeah, in a few you level levels. Up you're and, like, oh, I'm in a new area, Dunzors. So I, I've always wanted that capability. It's like, I want this gun, but I want it to do more damage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do like also, you don't have to unlock crafting skills. You're just getting the equipment that, you know, and the items to do the crafting. There's no leveling up your crafting skills or anything. All that's very streamlined for a mobile MMO experience. Yeah. And, and, 
I've, I'm going to play some more of it. I don't know how long I'm going to stick with it because it does get really repetitive, especially the daily events. And it's like, oh, there's a battle event going on here. You know, and if you get to this point value, you get like a bunch of rewards. Well, I have to run the same, more or less the same mission with like a slightly randomized map like 10 times. Now, it might go faster if I actually grouped up, partied up with some people. And we do have a a, a fly casual um, cartel so if you want to if you want to join the our, our sister podcast uh, Fly Casual, we have a cartel on there, so you can uh, apply to uh, to join up and uh, and we'll be looking for you there. But I, I'm enjoying. It. I, honestly, uh, it, I've played several MMOs on a mobile device, and I've played this one far more. Hmm. I usually get turned off pretty quickly by yeah. them. So so far, I'm I'm in. I'm I'm thinking it's pretty good. I don't I don't think I'll get anywhere near any type of end game or anything like that. I, I don't. I think I'll be bored with it long before then. But I mean, for free game. Sure. You know? Yeah. We like free. Yeah, we sure do. Another free game that I played a little bit of as well is uh, Panic Run on another iOS game. Yeah. Um, And kind of kind of a crazy, crazy, crazy little game. Yeah. Uh, Definitely very twitchy, panicky. It's almost like um, Space Invaders, Mm -hmm. but uh, instead of trying to shoot things down, you're trying to dodge them. Yeah. So you, you, you all you're doing is thumbing back and forth. Uh, and he, he moves pretty quick. So we've talked about Panic Run before. Was it Ed that had played Panic Run? I don't remember. I, I think we have. Actually well, talked uh, about maybe that I talked about it last time, and I've just played a little more of it. I don't know <laughs> how we awesome. keep your stuff together. Uh, I'm sorry, you're falling apart on but us it, it's, again. It's uh, it's I don't, I don't know. I it's not my thing because I can't do well at it at all. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, it's really fun just to try to do <laughs> try yeah. to do well. But it's so so twitchy, so fast. Uh, definitely recommend going out there and. and giving it a try right matt i'm going to save you for last because i know what you've been playing and i'm excited to ask you questions about it chris i think it's gonna be pretty uh, uninteresting okay. and drab i'm not uninteresting <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah chris tell us what new you've been playing diablo 3 uh-huh. uh, uh-huh. yeah yeah uh, uh, I do need to have a, <laughs> even, Matt, a sigh? even Matt is sighing in frustration. <laughs> Come on, Matt. So how much is the cost of Diablo 3 this week? Uh, it's free <laughs> if you've already paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Still $40 probably. Uh, I have played way more than $40 worth yes, of Yes, you have indeed. I have played the crap out of that. Yeah. But I would like to take a moment of silence. My witch doctor... Fidelacius, oh. which has fallen in hardcore mode. I love the fact that you have a witch doctor named after a sword from the Dresden. Yeah, yeah. it's a cool name. <laughs> Is your next one going to be named so, after so one of the other you, swords? Did you say Fidelacius? What did you say? Yeah, Fidelacius. Fidelacius, 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 whatever you The guy who reads the book says Fidelacius. Fidelacius? I don't read the book. He doesn't acknowledge the E? No. Oh. Fine on him. That was a that was pretty heartbreaking when that guy died. Yeah, because I was very very far. <laughs> I was the end of the game is torment ten. Yeah, which is like the highest difficulty in a run. It's locked off to people who haven't even gotten the level yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I was running torment six effectively, <laughs> like really well. I was doing a lot of damage. I was surviving, and then the little Lagosaurus Rex. Lagosaurus Rex came and came and claimed me. Yeah, um, but I've started a new character. I've got my Crusader. Is he named after one of the other knights' swords? 
Uh, I don't remember what I named him. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Not Amarakius. No, I, I, I'm, they were my other seasons. I played those in other seasons. Oh, they're already done. Yeah. You need a whole new group of swords. <laughs> I need new swords. <laughs> we, need more, we need more knights or more more nails of the cross to name swords after. Yeah. So that you can do that. Um, well, apart from Diablo 3, I... I, unlike you, yes. started playing Fallout Shelter again. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Which you mocked me endlessly. I for. did. I did. Yeah. I thought I saw it on there. I was actually playing a lot of I still can't beat Kingdom Rush. I'm getting frustrated with that game. It yeah, that Kingdom Rush hard. Kingdom Rush Origins, Origins is gets so hard. Gets mean. It does. Mm-hmm. And, and you went through you like went through all the prestige after maps uh, in the original game. Which oh yeah, I think most people didn't try three starring those. No, I I three starred veteran every single one of those, yeah. and I can't beat this game, yeah. which is tells you it's pretty hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, Chris can't beat. Oh it. yeah, no one can. <laughs> um, so I I was looking through all my games on there, and I I came across Fault Shelter, and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna peek in and see how my little my little guys are doing. Oh, everybody's <laughs> dead from mole rats. No, no. Actually, not. I just collected a bunch of resources, and then the mole rats came and yeah, tried did. to kill people. Hey, surprise! Guess what? Even the most seasoned professionals every now and then run into some technical issues, which means that from this point on in the podcast, we're still going to be bringing it to you, but it might sound a little wonky because we had to draw our sound from our backup recording. You can't hear my quotey fingers, but hang in there. We know all about it. It'll be resolved next time, but here comes the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Um, How are you doing against some death claws? They didn't exist when you played the game before. Haven't ran into any yet. No death claws yet. No. Hang in there, buddy. Um, well, so I'm, yeah, I'm not really into it so much anymore, but I'm definitely, like, every couple of days, I'm like, oh, I think I'll jump in and collect some stuff and build one more and then be done. Yeah. I don't have the itch to go back and play like I did when I first started, but right. Uh, definitely checking on it every once in a while. Good. So. Good. Now I can mock you. No. Oh. <laughs> because okay. I've never had any other excuse no, to do so. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that brings us to Matt. Matt, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? You have no idea. Um, <laughs> it's Super Mario Maker. Oh, he is on the cusp. He's on the bleeding edge of new games, <laughs> which which are, most of our listeners know we are complete, uh, we are cheap bastards, we are completely parsimonious. So we don't often, the, our, most of our listeners don't often get this exposure Right at the front edge of things. So tell us, uh, what uh, you know? How many hours do you have so far in Super Mario Maker uh, ballpark? Probably like two. Okay, so you're just getting into it. <laughs> well, it came out on Friday. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I would want to play it more. Yeah. Uh, sure. But gosh, who has the time? <laughs> yeah, life, gets, <laughs> oh, life yeah. gets in the way. Yeah, we hear you on that. Yeah. So, okay. what do you think so far? First impressions. Um. I well. I'm kind of a lifelong Mario fan. I mean, so this there's no way I wasn't going to like this game. You, you give me 2D Mario levels to play, and I'll just play them. Yeah, forever. So, you know, I like platforming. What was your first Mario game? Uh, Mario One on the NES. Okay, see, that's when how you get away with not asking someone how old they are. <laughs> Say, what was your first Mario game? <laughs> uh, well. Yes, and I was five years old. I barely, barely remember playing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, at that age, uh, I would dive in the pits on purpose and then laugh my head off. <laughs> Look, he jumps up in the air and plays sad music. It's great. <laughs> what? And, and now, this is another question you need to ask all lifelong Mario fans. What, to you, is the, the defining Mario game? What is the best one? 
Ooh, oh, man. I know it. I, he wasn't prepared for that. I no. don't, it, Super Mario 3D World. Super Mario 3D World? Really? Wow. I'm staking out a claim. Uh, and keep in mind, I was an old, old man when I played this game. Yeah. And still... It still made me feel amazing. That's really good. Uh, I've not heard anyone make that claim yet. But then again, yeah. I don't. I don't know that many people who've played it yet. I haven't talked to that many people who've played it yet. <laughs> well, the Wii U's are are sad. Um, but I, I mean, it's really easy to go for for a classic pick, and you certainly could. And I don't think there's there's not many Mario games you could pick that I would think would be wrong on that list. Yeah, Mario Sunshine. I mean. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair. Not, That's not fair. Terrible, but clearly not the best. Yeah, and, and it didn't feel as Mario-ish because of the just completely different style of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Jetpack, don't don't do that. Yeah. Don't make <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh I love asking that question because so many people tend to have the answer. Oh, Mario World, hands down. Hands down. And I've yeah. I've never been able to get into Super Mario World. That's one of my dark you know, skeletons in my closet. I didn't have a SNES as a kid, and so when I circled back around to Mario World, I was like, it's not... I've tried many times, and I've never been able to penetrate it. For me, it's probably... You know, I love... I mean, Mario 1, 2, and 3, I spent countless hours in, but I think the one I was the most committed to was Mario 64. Yes. uh, And I certainly played Mario 64 at an age where you can't not love it. Yeah. I mean, in the context that was created, it was probably, no, take back probably, it was definitely the best game ever made at the time it came out. Yeah. It has aged pretty well, mm-hmm. but not as well as it could. Right. I mean, the early the early days of 3D, you know. I mean, the fact that that yeah. game did what it did with, you know, Incredible. giving you... Yeah, the, you getting, getting you some control over the camera movement because nobody had figured out how to deal with cameras in uh, in yeah. 3D gaming at that point because it was in its infancy, but yeah, like just saying, all right, uh, we're gonna go for gold, and here's a couple buttons in case this gets messed up. And you're like, all right, I'm in, and uh, and just the level design and the 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 change up, you know, taking away the timers and all that to just kind of like just say, all right, go into these sandboxes and here are you know a handful of you know quests to complete and just go nuts, and mm-hmm. it was just such a departure, but at the same time had the same feel. It still felt. Like Mario, which I think going from 2D to 3D and and actually keeping that feeling is it was more an incredible feat than people usually acknowledge. I mean, that's something. A lot of games did not make that transition successful. That, yes, that in itself incredible, and they also just yeah they broke so much ground on 3D gaming in general. Like as as far as I know, not that I played every game ever made, but as far as I remember. Mario 64 basically invented the 3D platformer as like a good, a good game type. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. So speaking of good game types, why don't we then transition right into our free to play game of the week, which this week is a game that you're intimately familiar with. Oh, don't mention me next to Mario 64. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> genre shift. Not, it's a genre. No, no, it's fair. It's fair. Uh, because we definitely want to encourage people to play it. We've played it. Uh, Cards and Castles is yes. the is the is the game that you've uh developed and so uh we're gonna ask you some first off i mean what's your elevator pitch if you know you're riding you're and literally riding on an elevator and someone next to you is sitting there playing a game on their on their device and you're like you know what you might like 
Yeah, you know what you might like. <laughs> Sounds like a really plausible scenario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought the uh, elevator pitch was supposed to be to investors, right? <laughs> to get on the elevator with the CEO or a wealthy investor who's visited the company and you have 20 seconds to pitch him something. Yeah. Because he can't get away because he's in the elevator. That's right. Yeah. He's stuck. Well, here at Press Play, elevator pitches are always to the users. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Sure. Very user focused. But uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, what, know, in a nutshell, what how would you what would you? We're going to tell you, of course, our impressions of it too. <laughs> Hang out, but uh, but I, I want to hear how how you uh, explain the game. Right. Well, it's basically you take a collectible card game, you mix it with tactics based grid, kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics. And uh, combine that with really solid, good gameplay, and there you go. That's Cars and Castles. I agree. My, yeah. my, <laughs> I my rendition is, it feels like Hearthstone meets Wizard's Chess. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's a pretty good description. That's the way Chris described to me, and when he said Wizard's Chess, I almost lost it. But It's, it's kind of true. It's not that <laughs> off. It's... Yeah, it's a really good... I, I like that, because uh, one of the things I was going to mention this time, that we keep uh, we keep forgetting to play up, it's not just that you put uh, the cards on a grid and you move them around like tactical like units, soldiers, but they actually come to life. Like, right. the, the cards mm-hmm. the cards don't go in the grid, they become characters right. who are then kind of linked to those cards, I, and I they think... walk around and, and uh, attack and animate. Right. That's, that's one of my favorite parts about yeah, the game, too. is... It's not that you're just holding a hand of cards and you're playing a card game. Those cards very quickly go out of your hand and they're they're gone into the actual game. Yeah, now they're part of what's happening so on the field. It feels like I'm playing on the field with my cards on the side rather than playing with my cards in front of me right. with the game on the side. And that's what I really like about the game. I actually my first impression was I thought I was actually comparing it to kind of Magic the Gathering in the in the sense that when I played Magic the Gathering, I was a notorious white weenie deck player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to I like to play basically creature decks. I like to summon as many creatures as possible, and I just just keep them coming. And then I've got some modifiers to beef them up and things like that. And yeah, in this you play the you some you play these cards, and they you know uh, a person or creature or a you know uh, whatever appears on the grid where you put the card and then you can move them around the grid. Now that's where you've got the battlefield aspect that comes into it. But then you've got other things that can say, all right, this is a buff for that creature, yeah. a buff for yeah. all your creatures and things like that. And that's kind of how I always, when I was playing magic, I always thought of things in that regard, you know, like, okay, my, I got this group over here and this group over here and that group over there. And so adding that kind of tactical element to that makes it a lot meatier and more exciting rather than just like a yeah. direct damage kind of tap to do this. And, and I got really excited about, once you know it was earlier early on but introducing the healing aspect as well mm. uh, just, just like you would you would expect and and just adding that element really excited me too because i like healing yeah yeah and oh, the, yeah. you know the cards come up that are like and you're you're trying to take out the other the enemy's castle which has a certain degree of hit points and but you know they're also spawning mobs to come out and fight yours on the battlefield to keep you mm-hmm. from getting there and it's fun how it's fun I, i'm already and i've, I've only played i've only played a, a little bit but i'm already very keenly aware of sometimes the i need to learn the tactics of the different units yeah i'm like oh i really it, wish it, i could go back it's and really important because some of them are ranged yeah and that adds a really nice dynamic as well yeah it's right. like i'm coming to get you oh i'm dead and some of them you know you you Take a big sword and you're stabbing two uh, two 
uh, squares, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to play with the positional aspects a lot in our card designs because I mean that's what's unique to our games mm-hmm. that you have like a grid and positioning. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff like AOE or chain lightning or piercing effects. You know, just hit different different uh, groups of tiles. Yeah, yeah. And, get different power that way. Yeah, that chain lightning one was it was a nice one for me when I was playing because I I had a guy and he was sitting there bashing on the other the other the enemy's castle and he spawned one of the uh, ghostly wizards or whatever right behind the castle and I'm like, "Well, crap. I don't have enough hit points to survive this. I want to, you know, it's like he's going to he's going to kill me, but I need to hit this thing twice and I'm like, "Ooh, chain lightning." So I hit the castle and hit the guy and I think I think it actually killed everything all in one swipe because of the bonus damage or something like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that worked out even better than I expected. So, all right. So, yeah, there's, I mean, I, I can already tell in what little I've played that there's a lot more for me to familiarize myself with. And that's where, that's the thing. Most just straight up CCGs, when I sit down and play them, it's kind of like, all right, I've kind of figured this out. And all it is now is what more cards am I going to get, you know? What what weird cards are going to come along? But at this, it's like, okay, I'm going to get more in different cards than I'm going to unlock, but also I need to figure out how to actually play them properly yeah. on the field. And that adds a a very significant bit of depth to it, well, to just your standard CCG. Playing them properly as well as picking a play style you like. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, there's always going to be some people that, you know, they want to play a little more aggressive or a little more defensive, mm-hmm. or they want to take more risks or be a little, a little more safe. And... I mean, an aspect where you're playing against another player, that stuff is really, sometimes you have to adapt. Sometimes, I mean, it can, it can really change how you think and play the game. Right, right. So, Matt, let me ask you, uh, how did you guys come up with the idea for this game? Well, how, how, first off, how big is your team? You guys are Bitmass, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we have, we have uh, some on and off contractors, but the core team is about three people. Okay. So how did this come around? Were you guys, you know, sitting around, you know, are, were you playing Magic Gathering, sipping brewskis, and going, <laughs> you know, this could have, this could be deeper than it. I mean, where, where did this idea come from originally? Yeah, well, um, this it's, it's always an interesting story. Well, maybe it's not, but this one is. <laughs> um, we, well, actually, uh, I started this by uh, making a prototype of a Facebook game, which was supposed to be kind of a turn-based StarCraft. Okay. Um, that was my original concept, was to take, like, oh, this is funded by StarCraft, like, shrink it down and put it on Facebook um, for, like, a casual audience. Okay. Uh, this was several, several years ago. Um, and uh, I got kind of far on that, and eventually I... Uh, I don't remember what prompted me, Um I think we had like this customization. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Eventually, we had like this customization system mm-hmm. where uh, it was kind of like Hero Academy, where you had like a, a deck of of abilities. It wasn't really cards, but like you would draw random abilities uh, that you could use during the battle. Um, and uh, I had the idea to customize let players customize their list of abilities. Right. Um. And mechanically, that's the same as a card game. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. then I was like, uh, why not just make it a card game? Mm, sure. And was that a thematic shift? I mean, you said it's kind of like Star uh, StarCraft. Was it originally a science fiction or style, or was it always like a fantasy or medieval that was, style? That was, it was always fantasy. Yeah. Um, and actually, it was originally nothing. I mean, it was square blocks. 
<laughs> yep, and, yep, uh, yep. Guys, is you know, this was um, this really started without any art direction at all. Right. Well, that's how a lot of these things are born. You know, somebody gets a good idea, and like at some point, at some point, someone goes, "We got to find somebody to draw all this crap up." Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, <laughs> you could put a lot of time into the mechanics and realize something's not working, and if you invested a ton in the art, then that's all wasted. Yeah, you're sitting on a pile of art and yep. no solutions. Yeah, so, for sure. Gotcha. Wow, Facebook game, and now you're on all these platforms. Yeah, except for Facebook. Except for Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Nobody needs that anymore. Yeah, I, yeah. I honestly. I'm not. I don't get exposed to Facebook games the way I used to. We were just talking about, about yeah. the the Facebook games. The well, there was a time. Episode. There was a time when the industry uh, brass thought that Facebook was going to experience a meteoric rise. Yeah, I mean, it was already big with like the Farmville crowd, but like, um, you know, everybody was saying like, we've seen this all before. It starts with the casual market, and right. it becomes hardcore, and there's a graphics race. Yeah. And and there's going to be an arms race and blah blah. I was like, oh, right, I'm going to get in on this uh, before it starts, and it never never started. Yeah, you know, because yeah, why Facebook. would it? Yeah, yeah, because Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, exactly. So, what's your background? Are are you a developer uh, by trade? Have you been in game development, or is this your first time out of the gates? Uh, I've been in game development for quite a while. Oh, really? I worked for several, yeah, several different companies. Uh, kept company hopping and working my way up. Um, usually as a software engineer, mm-hmm. um, and then also as a game designer. Cool, cool, nice. So yeah, that explains why this game seems so polished. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I was wondering. Like these guys just got together and did this in their garage. We need to be tapping into them and figuring yeah. out how they pulled this together. But yeah, it is. It is a very, very polished game, and and I'm really enjoying it. I'm looking forward to playing some more of it. Chris, do you have uh, Howie? Do you have Do you have any questions you want to throw at Matt uh, about the game specifically? Um, about the game specifically, or about him? Whatever you want to um, ask him. He's, he's captive. Captive. He I'm can't do anything. He I'm disabled the in, hang up uh, button. You know, in the mechanics factor of, I mean, obviously balancing is a huge part of a game like this. Yeah. So, how much thought and time and effort go into just you want to implement a new idea? How are you going to balance it? Is it even worth putting in if it's going to be unbalanced? How does that whole process even go? Yeah. Yeah. So. um my my background and specialization is actually in game balance. Oh, uh, really? Convenient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so I kind of spoke to the kind of game I was going to make, which was always going to be uh, a very balanced, dependent game because that's where I can can leverage my strength. Um, but uh, the process is kind of, I mean, I don't want to get too detailed into it, but I have sure. big spreadsheets. Um, yeah, usually talking Corey's language, um, (laughs) new abilities just come down to trying to measure their value, um, or the value of the component pieces in an abstract way to, to compare them to other things. Um, and this works probably about as well as it could, because in all honesty, you never want a game where like, uh, all your pieces are a hundred percent perfectly balanced not that there is such a thing because right yeah you know with sufficient complexity you're never there's always going to be certain options that work together mm-hmm. right um, yeah better and options that work together worse um but we hit the mark pretty well yeah um, I'd say. just using this numbers based approach right yeah i uh 
I, I'm a big fan of I, I enjoy the analytical I'm an analyst by trade. And so I enjoy the actual the data analysis of this kind of stuff. I have just put together a, a tabletop game that I demoed for friends uh, over Labor Day weekend, and the reason why I did that was because ninety percent of it was just me in spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. balancing out. You know, okay, this will be available with this class and this class. This will do this much damage, but then this class is probably going to need something that does something comparable, but in a different way. And <laughs> I'm having fun. You know, it's, it's like a real sickness when you really enjoy. And, and what's even worse is when you're looking at a giant, massive spreadsheet and you're like the dude from the Matrix and you realize you're not seeing a spreadsheet. You're like, I see patterns here in uh, in my grids. And, oh, I can see you can see the balance in the data. And you're starting yeah. to go, OK, I have a problem. I need to get up and take a break. I, I actually I have a, a question going to kind of take on a little bit different spin than these two might actually ask. But. Because you're the software engineer. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really curious. What uh, uh, what kind of uh, environments are you using to develop yeah, this? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> He's like, oh, they got a software so, engineer. Let me get out the card. <laughs> now, it's uh, Adobe Air. Oh, okay, yeah. For the client, um, which uh, has been a bit of a problem. All around? Because, well, since we started, everything's just gone Unity, 100% Unity. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I'm finding as well. Unity 3D for everything, and it's starting to hurt our business relationships. Um, yeah, because, ever since they've introduced, uh, really introduced the 2D part of the Unity, that's kind of opened up that even more. Yeah, yeah, back when we started, like, Unity wasn't, didn't really have the good 2D tools. Yeah. Um, so, you know... What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, right. So, well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a uh, what do I want to say a market that's in flux, um, uh, and, and and Unity's really starting to pull ahead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you're saying that was that was making it difficult with some of your business partners? Is that anything you can talk about? Um, actually, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> that, that's, that's quite that's all right. right. <laughs> Under, understandable, but um, yeah, I mean. I can I can I can imagine that you know, you're kind of plugged into something already and and then going into where everybody's like well hey we're all over on this side of the fence and we support this this and this with this why are you guys doing that it's kind of like well this isn't a new thing we've been doing this for a while mm-hmm. yeah so I can imagine how that would be be a real challenge so that mm-hmm. yeah I I gotta tell you I'm I'm I was really excited I mean considering this is a game that Chris came to us and said hey. You know, take a look at this. We're going to be talking to these guys. Honest to goodness, without knowing anything about the game, I went, okay, let's see. You know, I'm really, really, I'm really critical. I'm very critical. Me specifically, but we are all very critical. Sure. But I always approach everything with like, all right, you can see if you're worth my time. You free game. Let's see. And then immediately it was like, oh, I'm going to be playing this for a while. And also, thank you for not having a huge space requirement. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to yes, delete anything. No, I was just talking uh, earlier that I was da- downloaded Infinity Blade 3. Yeah. <laughs> two gigs worth of uh, assets there. It's just insane. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, My poor little 16 gig yeah, iPhone. We're right? really trying to stay under the uh, cellular uh, data Download limit. But yeah, yeah. At, we've added enough content that just recently we kind of gave up on this. It's like, nah, this is not worth the trouble at anymore. Some point, yeah, at some point you're gonna have to 
cross that threshold. You know, you get over the 100 megabyte limit, that's one thing. It's when you're up, you know, north of 600 and getting close to a gig that I start really feeling. <laughs> I can delete a couple podcasts and yeah. make room for 100 gigabyte or 100 meg- gigabyte. Ooh, 100 How much gigabyte. did that phone cost me? So, <laughs> so this game is free, right? Yep. I'm, yep. I'm really curious of how you are uh, feeding yourself. Yeah, how you monetizing this this thing? Uh, not well. <laughs> we eat beans. It's not all about the money, right? A lot of beans. Uh, it is all about the money. Uh, <laughs> when you get to be uh, my age, I'm going to have a daughter soon. Oh, really? Oh, Congratulations. Wow. I got one of them. Howie's got like 13. Well, not quite wow. 13 of them, but it's, it's going to be eventually. It will be five. So five. <laughs> yeah. That's my size family. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have. Um, we, we our monetization is going to look kind of like Hearthstone. I mean, if anyone's played that before, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a pretty familiar like you you uh, grind boosters and you buy boosters. Mm-hmm. And so if you buy boosters, you're supporting the devs and you get more cards. Yay! Sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And and the the game is out on Steam. So, or will be by the time folks are listening be. to this. If you're yeah, watching, if you're watching on Twitch, gee, wait a couple of days. <laughs> but uh, the eighteenth, the eighteenth, not the nineteenth. Yes, correct. Se- but the September eighteenth. September, September. Yeah, if you're listening to this three months from now, get on it. <laughs> yeah, we're actually going into early access, uh, which is not free to play on Steam. Okay. Okay. Um, it's different deal. Okay. Uh, the early access. Um, it costs ten dollars to get in, um, and it's totally cross-platform. Uh, so I mean, it's the same, the same like accounts and everything is like the iOS oh. and the Android. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, but if you connect with Steam, you buy early access. You connect with Steam, you get a huge starter kit. It's worth like fifty dollars, um, and it unlocks all the single-player content, which is the other the other thing that we either sell or grind. Uh, is single player content. Um, so it unlocks all the single player content. You get 20 free card packs. You get a, like a custom castle skin, uh, some other bonus packs, all this stuff. That, that sounds awesome. That's a lot yeah. of meat. Yeah. Yep. That's a lot of meat. That's totally worth, you said $10, right? Yeah. We wanted to make it a very, very good deal. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. being cross platform, you can buy it on <clears throat> Steam and still play it on the iPad and you get all, all that extra bonus content, right? Yep. So yeah, great. and all That's the, all the cool. current um, all the current iOS uh, and Android people can get it on Steam and connect it to their right. existing account and get all this, all the goodies. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I'm that's sure really there's a lot of people that will appreciate the uh, connectivity of that. We were actually talking about just some other games. We were talking about uh, the cross connectivity, and I was like, "Whoa, that's that's not the norm." You know, no, actually, I was talking about it with my wife <laughs> because she was asking if her progress in Frozen Freefall would transfer <laughs> from her iPhone to the PS4, and I was like, "I was like, are you kidding me?" <laughs> so yeah, to hear that you guys are doing that with iOS, Android, you know, Kindle, and Steam—that's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we you talk well, about Rocket we League. Probably wouldn't be able to do it with Sony. To be perfectly fair. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So yeah, because that's how consoles are. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So we shouldn't dog on the giant juggernaut of Disney too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to work for them. They're good guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. We uh, we uh, we've 
we definitely get quite a bit of exposure. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually paying quite a bit of tax to the Disney gods yeah. this year, yeah. next month, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you are. When we're taking the four-year-old down for the whole experience in Florida. So, oh, yeah, Daddy's looking forward to that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm complaining. We already had to write the checks, but I still have to go through it. <laughs> Disney is very parent-friendly. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Disney, I wish they still had... Uh, Disneyland used to have a Tron nightclub. I never got the chance to go to because it sounds wow, like that the would thing ever. sound like yeah. That awesome. is that sounds crazy. I've yeah, not been to Disneyland now. since I was in the fourth grade, but I went to Disney World a few years ago, and I was like, no, I like Disneyland better. But it might be because I was in the fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Uh, perspectives change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A I'm a couple inches taller anyway. <laughs> Just only a couple though. But yeah, that's uh. That's that that is really that's 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 something that I as a gamer on uh, multiple platforms who gets you know sometimes as we were talking about earlier only have time to do mobile gaming really really appreciate that tie in with the other systems mm-hmm. and things like that yeah. so that's that's really 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 cool yeah well man we're uh, we're really go- uh, really glad you've uh, you've hung out with us today are you gonna, are you gonna stick around at all we got uh, probably a little bit left that we can talk about. Oh yeah, I can if you want. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick around and uh, and yeah, make sure everybody uh, go out and download. Uh, if you've got on your mobile device or your your tablets or whatever, download uh, Cards and Castles. Yeah. And of course, uh, if you're listening to this, you can go to Steam and get in and get all that great content, which yeah. I am highly tempted to do because I know yeah, I'm going to keep too. playing this. <laughs> well, I, I'm more than tempted. I've already <laughs> purchased. It's not out there yet, but I've done it already. <laughs> you purchased I, it in your heart. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to just open the card packs too. That. Yeah, I mean, I you, you guys. Say, you guys yeah. both played Car- uh, Magic: The Gathering, and that was one of the best parts. Yeah, was, no, that was, was buying the card packs and opening you know. Well, that depends on what you got. I've got terrible luck, so it was always <laughs> yeah, just that's stressful thrill. for me. Yeah. I've enjoyed it <laughs> on uh, on uh, Fallout Shelter when you buy the yeah, uh, me the, too, the, the little one, yeah. lunch box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's something about it, even though it's all digital. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. It's yeah. like it's sparkly and spins around and shines and things. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, that's, that's, ah, I can see many more hours of my time <laughs> falling by the wayside. So, <laughs> in, a good, in a good way. In a, in a definitely good way. <laughs> what I read something on Imager just today, and it was something to the effect of uh, time that you enjoy wasting is not time wasted. Something like yeah. that yeah. sounds. And I'm that like, sounds real. I said, "Boy, that's every minute I'm not at work, right there." <laughs> that sounds, that's my life in a nutshell. So, uh, so yeah, we uh, we normally at this point in the podcast we would be doing our uh, bundle roulette uh, follow up. Matt, I don't know if you're familiar. We Chris came up with this horrible, horrible thing uh-huh. where uh, where we buy bundles of games, sort of at random, off humble bundle, bundle stars, whatever, and we throw all the games into a pot. And then we uh, we randomly select each of us randomly selects a game that we then have to play and then review uh, two episodes uh, following. And there have been some highs and there have been some lows. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's a very it's a very punishing and like I said with my luck very stressful thing. I've done okay the last couple of times. Yeah yeah yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna go uh, deep into it because we're still working we're still working through the game. So we're going to be reviewing them in uh, a couple of weeks, but. Um, I want to do. I uh, just kind of update uh, how we we have your game is insecticide. Yeah. All right. And then Chris, you're going to be playing Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Yep. And I will be playing Dead Core. Yep. Right. 
So none of those none of those looked uh, terribly frightening. No, I'm excited. That first week or two was pretty dang brutal. Can you just bundle roulette? You guys lost. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but but I've had a couple of really good games now. So I'm starting to. At first, I was kind of like, "This is a bad idea. It's a terrible idea." But <laughs> now I'm starting to think maybe it's not so bad. But of course, that'll turn on me real quick. It's what the listeners want. Right. Right. So I guess then uh, we have a question that we're going to talk about. Before we wrap things up, which is, uh, this question comes in from at CJNUSSI Nussie, Nussie, uh, CJ Nussie, 899. We have a question coming in. What character, parentheses, or two in parentheses, would you want to see in your dream Super Smash Brothers game? Oh, well, I know why this question made the board. Why because you're oh, a Smash Brothers aholic, Chris. I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. Excellent. Perfect. Do we have to be limited to uh, Nintendo-friendly franchises? No, no, no. 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 Uh, I, I want to go right off the, the cuff. Oh, how is jumping in? Dream, and, uh, Cannonball. Bubba, Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett. <laughs> the what? Bubba Fett? What kind of special <laughs> power does Bubba Fett have? He flies yeah, what we get everybody. back. Kill everybody. <laughs> He's got that thing that shoots out his wrist that, that snags everybody all like and tie them up a little is good. This a, is this like a YouTube video? Because I want to see this now. <laughs> <laughs> just make this up. <laughs> we, we need to make a YouTube video. Yeah, we should. We we should yeah, with puppets, the, preferably. Both of that parody sounds hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, redneck Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Okay. I like Boba I like Fett. where everybody's heads at. You yeah. have a mission now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. yeah, dude, he's got the he's got the rifle. He's got this like sawed off rifle. He's got the wrist casters. I'm not knocking armor. I'm not knocking it. You're. I mean, I'm still trying to think of who I'd pick. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, this is a really really this is hard a tough question. question. Matt, do you have anything that's jumping off? Aang. Aang. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I respect that. That's a I great pick. It. That's I a great that. answer. Basically, you know, all of the main cast. Yeah. From the yeah. original Avatar I would, yeah, I would love Toph. I would love Toph, too. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. That's a good answer. Man, that I, came out of nowhere. I, you were yeah. ready for that. I mean, I feel <laughs> like... You blew my mind with that answer. I can't compete with that. That's, I can't that's either. darn good because it you know they have their built-in powers that would all be different and would control and would add like that diff, different level of feel to yeah. how they fight. That's really yeah. really. And he's got a like. They, they should just make an Avatar fighting game because I honestly yeah, don't like new Smash Bros. Anyway, so. why haven't they? Why hasn't uh, anybody made one of those? Licensing. All right, Matt. Yeah. We'll, we'll, draw, up, we'll draw up the, uh, you the plan. Call up J Sauce at Namco Bandai <laughs> and tell him Bandai Namco. Excuse me, and oh, tell him that they they've got all those Naruto games. They need to get the rights to the Avatar. They game. really should because those Naruto games are really popular and successful. They are, are pretty popular. So uh, so yeah, they're they've all they're already into that story fighting genre. Seems yeah. like they're well, story ready well, to go. Was Avatar popular in Japan? No, not necessarily. But they've got you know <laughs> they've got some Western roots as well. You yeah, know, well, well, they have a whole division band, uh, Bandai Namco the U.S. Yeah, yeah. So the U.S. story. The U.S. story. I don't the, know. You, <laughs> way to go. I'm, I'm crossing podcast. You really sorry. are. You're throwing fly casual jokes into press play. Oh, what have you done? I'm sorry. Um, Bad blood. I, uh, boy, I'm, I'm looking around the room because here we are in the studio man cave and I'm looking around the room just trying to find a character that leaps off the walls. I mean, of course, 99% of his Star Wars. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy. Throw them in there. Little, maybe. Little yeah. Yeah. 
I was actually I was looking over here at Vito Corleone. Now that might be interesting <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> that would or a ghost. Did you did you hear they're remaking The Godfather? No. Guess what? who's going to be in it? I uh, well, let me think. It's got to be oh. someone I can't stand. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. No, no. Uh, Mr. Edward Scissorhands himself. Johnny Depp. Yeah. As I don't get it. This is not real. What? This cannot be real. What is? What's yeah, yeah, I don't think it is, it's but. Not- I saw it posted. It's not <laughs> it was on the it's internet. It's on the internet. Sweet heavens! Wait, wait, wait. Back up. Did you just say Don Corleone should be in Smash Bros? <laughs> like yes. I said, I'm looking around the room at things on the walls. I do have an old Godfather poster he, he hanging get, up. He would get somebody to fight for him. That's the best part. That's the thing. It's all summons. It's all summons. You know, it's just, you know, it's... it's uh, Abe Vigoda jumps in with a pistol, takes a shot, gets hit by a car or something like I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> could be interesting. <laughs> Unfortunately, 99% of what I have hanging around here is Star Wars, and Howie already called for Boba Fett. So, uh, yeah, I think, I, for me, it would probably be, I, I, I'm going to other fighting games in That's my That's exactly head. what I'm doing. I, I don't like any of my answers. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of all these superheroes or main characters I'd play in any fighting game. Yeah, it's like, it yeah, do I really want to be Scorpion harpooning the heck out of Princess Peach? Probably well, not. And those... Those games are kind of like Mortal Kombat characters already in a fighting game. Yeah, exactly. So, so it isn't appropriate to pull them into another one. Exactly. Um, I'm, okay, I'll get really weird on you. I'll get Please. really weird on you. Um, the the main cast of heroes from uh, Mystery Men. What? You ever seen the movie no, Mystery I, Men? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben Stiller plays Mr. Furious. He's just a regular guy wearing a leather jacket and he gets really mad. Yeah, right. Or uh the, remember. <laughs> yeah, the Blue Raja, which was Hank Azaria, and his uh his ability was that he could fling uh forks and spoons really expertly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> William H. Macy uh, was the shoveler. He just hit people with shovels. This would be great. And I, then of course I could see it. And of course you had Paul Rubens as the spleen, who would basically he would just fart. And knock people out. Like, he had, like, masterful power over uh, passing gas. Sure. Classy stuff. would be too difficult to see at scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, like, game designer now. I'm just like, man. No, that never worked. That never worked. <laughs> well, they could be, you know, they could be super deformed, oversized. <laughs> it's a huge spoon. I really love that movie. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. Chris, uh-huh. nothing? Still coming up? Uh, I don't know. I I would love to just drop back and like take the blind girl from fable and yeah. have her do some crazy like i knew it was gonna be fable with you yeah but i mean i i don't want to do that because i I got fable for everything yeah actually i was half expecting howie to say the two brothers from brothers uh, that would be a good one kind of like ice climbers kind of thing yeah except except would you have to use both sticks to like they jump around each other holding on to each other's hands or well something? only for the first half of the game like, oh, oh. oh shots fired too oh, soon there's a real shot at, well, I should clarify that. I don't know anything about the business relation between Nintendo and Konami. Yeah. But I feel like there should be, like, a Castlevania guy. Yeah, yeah, I like, that. would that. be for real, like, uh, Alucard or Belmont, I don't know. Yeah, I actually, a lot of Castlevania. I'm kind of surprised that there hasn't already been, if there hasn't been already a castlevania character in there i've outside of those original castlevania games the lore for me kind of falls off a cliff and i don't understand much about it so if they did put one from a recent game in there i probably wouldn't even recognize the name or the look 
Because I know the Castlevania games took place, you know, way back in the medieval whatever. But I, then, I'm like, sure it would be Simon Belmont. You would hope, but I don't know. I mean, those games came all the way up through the present and then into the future even. And there were all kinds of, I guess, beloved characters, especially like on the DS versions, uh, the DS ones that came out that I don't know anything about i've I've looked at a couple wikis you know because i'm always interested in the stories backstories of games even the ones i don't play especially these storied franchises and i'm going i I have no idea what this is like reading a different language (laughs) no clue what you guys are talking there's no belmont anywhere (laughs) there's no you know if it doesn't say dracula or a la carte or belmont i'm kind of like i'm lost i don't know what to do so there was werewolves and i I think i threw a chupacabra in there somewhere chupacabra dracula would be okay yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but is he too dark? I guess it doesn't matter. It's your dream yeah. character. Yeah. Well, you know, what about Slimer? <laughs> Slimer. <laughs> now, see, that could be some fun abilities right there. You just go charging through people. Yeah. Yeah. Winging hot dogs at him and stuff like <laughs> Driving a cab. Didn't he do that it's at one point? Good, uh, indie game characters you can do, too. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Shovel Knight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, where did that? I didn't hear you. Are you okay over there? Do you need a tissue? <laughs> Something like that. So, I just need some of shovel knife. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we have a I, shovel knife fan. I think this needs to be a question we ask anyone who comes on the podcast. It's going to be like our signature question of who would you add to the Dream Smash Brothers team? Yeah, and we're going to make a huge Excel sheet of everyone we've ever had on. Here. <laughs> That's just how you get me on board. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. yeah he knows. going to make Excel. this huge yeah. Excel sheet, and we're going to have everyone's. Dream Smash Brother character. I think you want to do this again because you want time to come up with answers yourself so you can yeah. revisit this. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm yeah. I'm with you there. But <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> uh hey, I do want to thank you, Matt, for joining us tonight uh and, and telling us more about cards and castles. Yes, yes. thank you very much. Which uh which we definitely want to encourage people to play uh, available on iOS, Android, Kindle, and uh, on Steam Soon as of be. September the eighteenth in uh in beta. It opened our what, what is it open? What do we call that? It's closed. Early access. Early access. Early access. Yeah. I the terminology, uh, it changes on me. Yeah, I feel, it's, so. it's a steamy terminology. Yeah, it is. You're, you're getting it's old. Access. It's true. It's true. So, do you have a do you have like a, a Twitter that you want to refer people to or anything like that? Yeah, we're uh, um, can tweet us at at Cards and Castles. You can also read about the game at uh, www.cardsandcastles.com. Hey, that's a good URL for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's convenient. So, yeah, so absolutely go out and do that. And while you're there, also follow us at Press Play to Save on Twitter, on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash betterkind, and Twitch. We're live streaming on Twitch TV now at Twitch TV slash betterkind. So if you're listening to the podcast, you're going, what? I don't have anything to do on Tuesday nights. Hey. Look us, we, we, we're down here for a couple hours banging yeah. stuff out. So yeah. you can get on and watch the magic happen, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> So uh, we want to encourage people to do that. And plus, please jump on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get podta- podcast podcasts, podcasts, and give us a give us a review. And uh, you know, if you're listening on the website, please uh, go and, and and copy the link, share it wherever you can. We always are trying to reach new listeners. It is what it's all about. <clears throat> and that website's betterkind.com, where you can go click on episode 
105 and check out the show notes and any episode you can go we have show notes up there and you can follow the links to see more about what we're talking about and of course we'll have a link to uh cardsandcastles.com and also uh <clears throat> the uh the twitter for that boy i'm drying up out oh all yeah of a sudden. it's been a long day good, good thing we're wrapping up over here i gotta i gotta i gotta get you guys out of here so i can go play some more cards and castles so. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm oh, shameless <laughs> oh, we still haven't revealed uh this month's uh castle Oh, ooh. Oh, can we get an exclusive? An ex- no. Is this exclusive? <laughs> this isn't, no. this isn't a, an exclusive but, uh, reveal here? I will give you a clue. Oh, I like oh. clues. It is, uh, of course, because our seasons end at the end of the month, uh, this castle will be released at the beginning of the month of October. Oh, interesting. I'm thinking a little spookiness going on. Dracula, Dracula's castle, <laughs> the Godfather. I don't it's, know. Yeah, <laughs> the, the castle de Corleone. Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's Johnny Depp. Yep. Yeah, uh, most likely. But <laughs> I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we actually we haven't announced it because uh, you also get a castle from from buying the Steam early access, which we want to promote first. Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So yeah, we want to encourage everybody to do that. Um, I, I think we've probably got us all on board already. So oh, yeah. <laughs> great game. Uh, we're really enjoying it, and we're going to encourage everybody to play it. Yes. In the meantime, boys, I think we can tie this one off. Thanks, I Matt, for so. joining us. Yeah, thank you. Lot, Stick around after the after the song, and we'll uh, we'll we'll talk a bit when we close out. But in the meantime, I'm Corey. That's Chris. Yep. Over there's Howie. Yo yo. And of course, Matt joined us. See, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know that I'm prompting him. <laughs> just point to him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pointing at you, Matt, right uh, now. I just kind of uh, in the air because we're in a basement. So I'm assuming that's probably the closest direction you'll probably be in is up <laughs> from here. So, in the meantime, thanks everybody for joining us. We are out.